0: It's Friday, June eleventh. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. How's it going, fellas? Your intro
1: sucks compared yeah. to the ones yeah. that Tyler and I do. Just what? need you, to know. yeah. Your intro's
2: trash. Did, I feel like I was. Our intros, yeah. I feel like, like I was listening, right listening to you guys
0: trip all over yourself.
2: We didn't yeah, trip we, over that's, anything. That's natural, man. Mine is
0: consistent, which is what the listeners want. You're reading, it's whereas we were innovating. Off the cuff, that's right. Fine, should I do it again with my eyes closed? Oh, mm. I don't
1: I don't think anyone well, wants, wants to see that, actually. Sort of, here's my here's my problem. If he <laughs> does, does it with does it his out. eyes closed and he nails it, then we look no. So yeah, I really I don't we'll want him, talk him talk to do it. it. Talk about it. The secret is it's no, written I think on, it it on the back side. of my hand. It's written on the back of my hand.
0: Okay, today's yesterday in tech history. This one's crazy. Okay, don't look this up. Don't look this up because I want you guys to guess the year. Well oh, no. Tyler's gonna ask
1: like fifteen questions to Bro, try and quantify crazy. what his answer is gonna be. This is crazy.
0: And- <laughs> this is crazy. Okay. I'm ready. Today's yesterday in tech history. So June 10th. It's called Crossing the Atlantic with Cable. Okay. Two ships. This is not a word problem. Okay. I'm just telling you stuff. Two ships head out to begin. It's kind of a joke. Never mind. You got one, you got oh, one got train it. going this way. Okay. Two ships head out to begin work on what will become the first operational transatlantic cable. Transatlantic. Previous attempts at laying a transatlantic cable had failed. Designed for telegraph operation, the cable run is completed. This is on August 5th, and the first test message is sent on August 12th. However, the cable fails on September 18th, and repair was not possible at the time. What year do you think this was?
1: 1988. 1988.
2: 40 something 1858 geez you said telegraph and that's why I was yeah. trying to go back but I was way off the mid 1800s
0: wow, what did, this,
2: did you say this one failed or this one was successful
0: no it was working and then okay, it failed and then they're like we can't repair it because it's at the bottom of the Atlantic in the
1: mid 1800s <laughs> <laughs> someone just put on some scuba gear and just go down there and fix it my goodness <laughs> that's uh, awesome Yep. Uh, oh, Kieran came in with 1984, by the way. So he was also quite <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. you guys are you get, I knew you guys would. We were know, way f- big on that one. I just <laughs> I have a lot of confidence in the 80s, just in general. So anytime time yeah, you send me something, that. I'm throwing out an 80s. It feels good. <laughs> noticed I know like that Kieran I almost said that every time I ask you to guess a year, you pick the 80s. I love <laughs> the 80s. All right. 1986, greatest year of all time.
0: OK, uh, we got a lot of tech news to run through today. And uh there's a lot in the notes here. And there's 37,000 people watching and waiting for us to get into this on the Twitch stream right now. So, uh what do you want to hit up? What do you think?
1: Well, you Anything put in a your lot fancy? of stuff. Yeah. I I do a lot so, of stuff I feel it. like you should pick something to start with. Ooh, there's okay. so many things.
0: Yeah, um, there are so many things. There's there's some crypto news, right? Coinbase is teaming up with a 401k provider called For Us yes, that? All That's to let employees, huge. yeah, huge. participating companies to invest up to five percent of their 401k contributions in cryptocurrency. There is also uh there was some news out of Nigeria, their central bank. And I was reading into this, and they've apparently been planning this for about two years now. They just came out and announced it, but uh, they've been looking to launch a digital currency pilot uh and they're planning on doing it this year
2: oh right? you and, can't like can't just can't just gloss over that 401k thing it,
0: okay i mean yeah, i'm just saying we could pick uh, we could pick one of those on
2: and the talk surface about it. the reason that is so epic i guess'd be the way to say it it's also risky as hell so you know
1: I, I well here's <laughs> my as always with that have people maintained their 401k since crypto release. i moved all of my 401k out and put them into crypto <laughs> what? So I just no smart... you didn't yeah i did i,
2: I that seemed like the 100%. obvious thing to do <laughs> the right thing to do so <laughs> so the answer is yes russ some of us were waiting so that we could do it inside of the 401k vehicle so now our yolo's only get taxed when we take it out in return. Bro, d- listen,
1: right. don't even worry about the taxes. It's not
2: even important. I mean it's huge. Yeah, with the, with gains like this, bo no,
1: wasn't fun, but whatever.
2: Yeah. No, look, you can't you can't make twenty-one million uh yellowing on crypto and pay tax. That's so like chummy. Uh I've already in
1: my exit strategy, I have taxes built into it. So it's all part of it. It's all good. <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, IRS, if you're listening, I got you, bro. Like, seriously. Don't worry about it. We're gonna I want to so- pay
2: the IRS later for my crypto gains. So I need what? to do all my day trading in the four oh one K Europe. 401K. <laughs> you guys
0: are ridiculous. <laughs> None of this is financial advice. Don't take us seriously, please. This is a well comedy show. actually
1: that's not true. <laughs> I am gonna show. give some financial advice. Okay, pay go your ahead. taxes yes, taxes. actually. This is this is
2: good. <laughs> that's good financial advice. But let me, no, that, let me, that's a big deal because if you've got assets in a 401k, you can trade them freely. I'm not recommending that you do this. There's tons of risk. Picking stocks generally a bad idea. Day traders tend to lose on average compared to people who just invest in index funds. But if you are trading cryptocurrency and you are winning, then it's better to win in your 401k where you do not have to pay taxes until you take it out of your 401k to buy things, which probably happens in retirement unless you're doing a Roth ladder or you're you're doing it early and paying penalties. Right.
1: Can I can you clarify one of those statements for me? Because it makes sense. If you're trading crypto and you're winning, are you is there an implication there that you could be losing <laughs> that you can't win? No, not you, Russ. <laughs> okay. But, but people I just, do. I just it just <laughs> none of that resonated when it like once you said that I couldn't hear anything you said after it. Wow wow wow. I needed to get that one get that one
0: out there Ah, okay 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 let me bring us back to center here uh so crypto investing as uh many of you may know it's virtually nowhere to be found in 401ks or in individual retirement accounts you can't go to your mutual fund uh planner financial team etc and say hey invest in in some crypto for me right now there's some things that are coming out like uh grayscale right has come out uh doing this but just they've got etfs that are Built on crypto in some places it, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some ETFs uh, that kind of loop that in. I was reading a different article about <laughs> about the fact that you can go to a crypto exchanges any minute of any day, but these ETFs can only be traded Monday to fr- Monday through Friday. Lambs, you, you get these massive Very price lame. swings on the weekend, and people are locked into them, and yada yada yeah, yada. But let me come back to for us all, which is what this article is about in the Wall Street Journal. Just for some perspective, the uh, the Retirement account market is $22 trillion for us all manages just 1.7 billion in assets. That which is one of those tiny. is the bigger number? So yeah, exactly. Yes. So it's not very big. This isn't very much, right? Again, this is kind of akin to El Salvador saying, Hey, we're accepting Bitcoin as a, a national cur- currency. A, a currency, yeah, for the nation. So you can pay your taxes in it. Um, you can you can pay for goods and services in it. If the, the company that is receiving the Bitcoin payment, if they decide they don't want it in Bitcoin, they can immediately transact it back to the U.S. dollar, etc. Um, El Salvador's GDP is smaller than any U.S. state. Right? Period. Just Ouch. pick a state. It's smaller than that. Small states. Now there's some there's some can things. You, Rhode that... Island. <laughs> yeah, Wyoming. What's the GDP of Wyoming? Oh no, I was um, really talking about size. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, why am I even bigger than Elsa? <laughs> the only important answer.
0: <laughs> and I was going somewhere else with that, uh, but now that I forgot. Oh, yes. So this actually is going to start pushing on the fact that if, um, gosh, where is this? So, from a uh, taxation perspective, the US, so the IRS classifies Bitcoin as property, right? So, if you use it to transact, etc., mm-hmm. you're, um, you're paying um, capital gains taxes, et cetera. Which but you will only pay
1: ch- capital gains taxes because
2: you will only have gains. So anyway, right. and unfair, that's right? that's <laughs> why Tesla got so much Bitcoin, even though that corporate balance sheet statement that's in there is in effect where yeah. they yeah. cannot recognize unrealized gains, but they have to realize unrealized loss. They have to report on it. So it, it's quote, yeah, only downside except a- crypto only goes up. So it's there's no downside.
0: Yeah, but now if it's recognized as a foreign currency, yep. change changes some of that stuff. So anyway,
2: bunch of news. Uh, all I think El Salvador that. is big enough to fight the U.S. financial system on that.
1: Didn't too? Aaron like, say it was the size of like <laughs> Dallas,
2: like where we live?
0: Actually, yeah, Dallas the population population of El Salvador is roughly the size
1: of DFW,
2: Oof, which means what, the like GDP six, of six, DFW million? is likely higher.
0: Yeah,
1: that's oh, also likely. I would say with. Absolute certainty. I'll put money down on that. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to bring us back slightly because Karen was straight savage in the chat here. When we were talking about that transatlantic telegraph line or whatever it is saying that they couldn't get anyone there to, to fix it. He said they sent the Titanic,
2: which was just,
1: just <laughs> got him. <them>. Why?
2: <laughs> they were trying to fix it
1: oh, oh that, okay yes
2: I, I think, for reference wait, hold on
0: hold on that's the second time we've laughed about the titanic on this show i feel like it's i feel like that's not good
2: i feel like no, it's only my no it's first not time. too
0: soon tyler it's, laughed, it's lo- tyler laughed it's
2: about it and i said long enough ago too soon he said no, no it's not it's <sighs> it is that is old history in fact didn't i see an article isn't it the last survivor of the t- titanic didn't they die recently what, are you going to laugh about that too? So, done. Gonna, let it go. No, that's not oh, funny. Oh, you're saying... But the saying... Titanic can be funny. I'm saying <laughs> oh, that's how old it is.
1: Oh, uh, because Let me ask you that. another question. Okay.
2: Has South Park made fun
1: of it yet? Oh, yes. If they I'm have, assuming, then we've yes. passed the statute of limitations.
2: <laughs> South Park <laughs> makes South fun Park of things like immediately. Like the day after it happens. Yes, well, immediately. You know, Sometimes been it's been in actually. advance of it happening. They predict the future. <laughs> All
0: right. We need to get back to this. Wait wait, 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 wait. So, okay.
2: So so El Salvador's GDP, want to guess? Oh.
0: Yeah, it's like $24. Ooh, $27 that's,
2: that's billion yeah. in 2019. No, DFW for uh for reference for comparison. $472 billion. Billion? So no only wow. a few <laughs> factors of 10. Only a few. <laughs> only greater than 10x. Wow!
1: Ads. Wow! Yep. Way yep, to go, yeah, DFW go. businesses. Way to go. Kill it. All right. Cool. Chilling so it.
0: so let's let's keep it moving. Keep the train rolling. There's a lot we got to cover. Uh, game Maker EA is the latest hack victim. Oh, they took I the source that. code to FIFA 2021. What does this even and mean? Battlefield. Like, what do you do that with the, source the game code? engine? No,
2: no,
1: no, no, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go to it. On. They took the Frostbite engine source yep. code, oh. which is what makes. Wait, Every EA game of the last 15 game. years. Not really wow. 15 years, probably about 10 years. They so they actually there was, I would say about 10 years ago, there was this big deal about them saying, Hey, we're going to use our Frostbite game engine for everything moving forward. Once they had reached like Frostbite 3 or something like that, it was the thing that originated on the on the uh, Battlefield games. And mm-hmm. it's an it's an incredible engine. I mean, they're about to release Battlefield whatever, 2042, it'll, it'll be on the 10th iteration of the engine. But it's an incredible engine. And so the thing that this will be able to do, it will no, allow open people source. who want to. It, it, is, it is now free and open <laughs> source. Yeah. Uh, people will be able to, you know, pack or mod or do whatever they want to with any form of game running on these engines. So, yeah, you know, it, the threat to that is 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 relatively it's minimal. minimal. It's, right. uh, it's an interesting thing, though, in a world it where is. companies do not allow modding very much anymore. It used to be the thing that really drove everything. Counter strike exists today as because it was a mod back in nineteen ninety nine. But that's not a thing that they do anymore. So the fact that this is out there, I guarantee the PA is very upset about.
0: So that was what happens? I mean if they take this
1: code though,
2: what do they do? They just go start another well they're they're trying to sell it do but but no that's the thing is competition or like it would be very difficult for any development shop to use the frostbite engine and not get caught so that's what i'm saying no big development studio is going to take the frostbite engine develop a game and release it into the wild at least not for profit even without profit i'm sure they get slammed but um but yeah, I think the only real threat is exactly what Russ was saying is that people can mod the games, they can create cheats for them, they can, which mm-hmm. which I understand, especially in online games, You know, the, the cheat engine creation, that can actually be really disruptive, which is annoying. But I don't feel bad that that like random actors are going to have access to the Frostbite IP. I mean, I, I feel bad for EA in the sense that I don't think anyone deserves to have their IP stolen. But as far as like the downside being people being able to mod games, uh, I'll give you, I, I'll give you I you don't three, care. I think it's great. three
1: things where this could be problematic. Um, one is obviously them being able to make cheats, like you said. The other one would be that the assumption is, is that game engine code is multi-pronged. It's the mm-hmm. stuff that runs on your computer. It's also the stuff that runs on your servers. Yeah, yeah. So let's just pretend that in this situation, they also got some form of credentials
2: out of it, which seems like they already probably which had. They they did. Yeah. Uh, some, some of those, mm-hmm. they they got some specific credentials. I, I don't know that they got everything that they would need to completely compromise it, but that's, that is, I think that's the bigger issue is if the, the source code for the engine is one thing, but if you take everything that they stole in concert, because it was like right. 700 plus gigs, th- there's a lot of, potential for additional hack that comes out of that. That's the, it's just exactly. this continuous slippery slope. Yeah. Especially
1: exactly. if you have uh, a game which has microtransactions in it which most games don't these days mm, I mean that's kind yeah, of an old hat thing uh, and it's that's definitely like not what they games. do these days oh yeah that's right maybe that's the predominant like way with game. which people make money and I don't know I, once again this is like the likelihood of this happening is very slim but what if for whatever reason you were going to buy things in the game and instead you were uploading your credit card information to someone or you were just straight up making a transaction that gave them money I have no idea if someone could actually pull that off that would be the extreme scenario that they could go with but the fact that they got all All of this data, I mean, I immediately changed my EA account uh, login information yesterday.
2: Yeah, they they said they didn't get uh, personal information. Um, At least that's what's being claimed from the trove that's out there. I don't believe Um, it. and I, yeah, I don't know who made the claim. I, I don't think it was the hackers saying we didn't get this. I think it was people looking at it. <laughs> saying, yeah, the hackers out came out, guys, listen. We hey, didn't, we, don't, we don't have your emails.
1: <laughs> Look, we didn't know about the Russians sitting in our agency systems for 18 months. Like they could yeah, probably yeah. still be sitting in there just,
2: just waiting yeah. for something to happen. That's, so. that's the real scary part.
1: They're, yeah. they're still there.
2: They never left.
1: Yeah, n- now they're going to curtail this into a supply chain, chain attack since now they know the way the engine is built. Someone
0: said, good job they didn't take on Activision. They need to come back for the rest of the Warzone update. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Some of these games Uh, are so big. So big.
2: Yep. Yeah, it, it's it, again, it's unfortunate that they were hacked. It's there's unfortunate that their IP was stolen. It's unfortunate that it is just another mark on the stick. But uh, <laughs> there's more in here. Yeah. Please tell me they nabbed
0: the Sims 4 source code so modders can actually make the game playable. Here's one. <laughs> uh, now you now you two can learn how to make subpar games with overpriced microtransactions.
2: See, That's <laughs> the thing is that EA is pretty much universally vilified <laughs> at this point. There's so many point. good ones. Hackers they, were, ignored- they
1: were voted the worst company in the world like yes. 10 years in a
2: row until Activision
1: took over it, which Activision, <laughs> I think, is, has gone past them. Hackers
0: ignored the NHL series just like EA has done for the past decade.
1: <laughs> Dude, ga- gamers are savage, bro. It just it keeps going. going. <laughs> it
0: just keeps going. Um, so in somewhat related That's news... It's awesome. Gosh, uh, so we can, we can pivot this off to... Um, gig workers getting hacked uh we'll come back to that but the so there was a big article in uh the hustle i think is where i pulled this one but nfts um and how they could actually benefit gamers and so how can we are talking about what yeah how can us, they benefit us. us now yeah yeah, yeah. so this is why was, do i need nfts was, kind of interesting no there's like a sub There's a sub thing. yeah because i'm not really sold on the nft the submarine thing, and i think oh like my, the titanic okay. okay all right hold on hold on hold your horses um, so, buying stuff in games is already big business, right? 2020 game industry hit 127 billion. 78% of that revenue was from free to play games where players made in game purchases. A whole, like almost 80%, right? This is, this is crazy. But the difference here for NFTs is there, there's this concept, I guess, of Players having and owning characters within games and then trying to sell them or accounts or other things that they've built up off to other people, right? If you can, if you own it via NFT, then you actually own the character that you've built and you can freely trade them and sell them. And so there's games that are now being created on this premise to simplify that. That makes
1: sense. Yeah, it does. The little I don't know if it's an excerpt or what, but you pulled something out of the article here that said, according to VentureBeat, gaming startup Mythical Games just raised $75 million to create a game where in-game avatars are NFTs. Yes. So that's uh, avatars for those uninitiated I, would be, just be like your character.
2: I guess what's curious about that to me, it, and this is cool, whatever, great. I think NFTs are interesting on, on the surface. Technologically, you sound interested. Yeah, sure, but but... <laughs> if you wanted to make it easy for players of your game to transact to their characters, you could just allow you it. You could have done this through traditional means all yeah. over the place. Like, they oh, do. I don't know. Imagine you have a marketplace where you can buy and sell skins or guns or whatever. Why not just let them buy and sell characters? Do you need an I NFT do. for this? The answer is that... no, by the way, you don't. Are you sure? <laughs> but it's cool that they already do this.
0: They, they just create an in game marketplace. That's what I was trying to get to. Does this really matter? Is this really no? Helpful? It's not the game changing, character... it's just a
2: curious way to use an NFT. It's yeah, this is this is the one of the best, I think, criticisms of crypto in general, whether it's NFTs or even just looking at the currency, is like what problem is it solving uniquely, or what problem is it solving better than the alternatives, right? Yeah, I'm not saying those don't exist. In fact, I, I believe they absolutely do, but just being able to transact your character profile because it's tied to an NFT, as opposed to having a button in a marketplace on an online game, is not uniquely value add. It's just using NFTs to do something we can already do pretty cleanly.
0: So, okay, but what about the immutable ledger aspect of that?
2: Who cares?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, let, a, let a, me, let me, a game's it, it marketplace overkill? has an is immutable ledger. Is just doing ledger. too much?
1: Well, I don't know. Well, let's, let's look at it this way. Uh, you could sell or buy a YouTube video as an NFT. Why is that valuable?
2: I, I actually I refuse know. to answer that question. It's <laughs> valuable
1: because someone pays millions of dollars for it, sure. even though they can still go watch right. this. People sure. are going to pay for this. Yes. This company that raised but... $75 million to create a game where their in-game avatars are NFTs, even if the company fails, their idea will go on. Epic yeah. will do some form of NFT in Fortnite And some billionaires' like kid's dad is going to go buy him a freaking whatever ninja character for three point five million dollars.
2: Sure. No, you're you're right. You're very right. I'm I'm just saying it doesn't like this. Just screams hype cycle to me. Yeah. Because I don't think. An NFT is a particularly elegant way to solve the problem of I want to sell an avatar in a game. There are many other ways that are more elegant, perhaps, than an NFT to do this. Now, does NFT do NFTs become a baseline that that allows this to be more open and decentralized and therefore valuable? Like could you have a non-in-game repository for NFT-based characters across all sorts of ecosystems. Now that's interesting. That's different because it's not EA's marketplace and EA doesn't necessarily get a cut of that. They could Somebody could just buy this NFT off on the side and transfer it to a friend or something like that, as long as there's a way to, to just bring it back into the game without giving away your credentials as an example. I'm not saying there aren't problems that can be solved, but on the surface, an NFT in this case doesn't just solve a problem we didn't have a solution to before. Well, I'm I'm wondering.
1: So, is NBA Top Shot is that an NFT? Do you know? Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, right? those yeah. are NFTs. Yeah. I Correct. thought so. NFTs. so. Here's here's the funny thing. There are people that that I know who have gone who have bought NBA Top Shot cards or or whatever they are. Sure. Who have just sort of chastise the freaking video game industry for the idea of in-game purchases and buying skins. So hmm. there are people who genuinely think the idea <laughs> of buying an in-game item inside of a video game sure. is heresy it's and insane, sure. and no one should ever
2: do it. And then they were first in line to get a top shot NFT. It's just no. not something they cared about. It's not something they recognize value in. And that's I I, Like, I'm with you, but that's a totally different philosophical argument about whether or not a digital item has the same value as a playing card, a physical asset that is something. And I do think NFTs make it a little easier for somebody that doesn't understand the value of a strictly digital asset to wrap their head around the unique ownership aspect of it. Absolutely. I think it's unnecessary, but it's interesting and I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it... it... (sighs) I'm having a hard time figuring out where exactly I land on this. I, I The word unnecessary gets at me, but it's still a, or not gets at me. It, it pulls me into your side of the conversation. I'm so struggling with my words right now. <laughs> pulls me into your side of the argument. But then I look at the fact that it's a hundred billion dollar uh, market as of last year, just for free. Free-to-play, oh, in-game wait, okay. purchases.
2: Great. So how did it get to be $100 billion if we didn't have NFTs? Were NFTs yeah. critical for this marketplace no. to grow? No. Obviously, it was. No. <laughs> well,
0: no, it wasn't. But will NFTs change it? Will it Will it level it up to the next? Because what, it's... what. It
2: may be know, the maybe the answer is yes, but what is it doing? What does an NFT bring to in-game purchasing that doesn't already exist, that is valuable to end consumers?
1: No, the only thing kind of I think what of what I that, want to know as well. Is there some form of exclusivity around an NFT? I don't know. Is there, their any, purchase? is
0: there any decentralization aspect of it, right? Where it pulls it out of the hands of the game maker and now there's but a potentially, decentralized and that, market.
2: And that was one that I tossed out is that if, if everything in the ecosystem of games becomes an NFT and that NFT can just be moved around freely into paper wallets or hardware wallets or off game, yeah. in game, marketplace A, marketplace B, in a trivial manner because it's actually decentralized. But it sounds to me like these NFTs can be traded in their marketplace.
1: It's Yeah, I was going to say, it's worth pointing out that we already do have a marketplace where in-game digital items are sold without the manufacturer being... Yeah, a, there you I think. Go. Well, actually, there's two. There's one. It's like the Steam marketplace for Counter-Strike items. So like, if I were That's to go sell point. my sure. knife on Steam right now, it would sell for i don't know 2 grand something like that and then valve would take a 30% cut because they they orchestrate the marketplace and everyone gets 30% because that's what the world decided go. on right so like there is this but that's marketplace but it's outside the game is what you're saying it's outside the game it yeah, yeah. is holistically you know the, and so, the buyers and sellers are all just people in the market but there are also third party markets csgo skins.com or something like that where you can go and yeah. you can trade and buy skins for others or bet them you can, you so, can use them to
2: bet with Tyler? So that's awesome so what what's of- what's potentially really interesting well, here then is that okay. if you if you create a standard for the method of attaching value and uniqueness to items digital items. So this is something an NFT is very good at. And it opens up the possibility of there being thousands of marketplaces that take advantage of blockchain which is designed to create trust amongst parties that really have no trust inherently right like that's its number one solution then then you just created a standard for in-game purchases and digital assets that have a mm. uniqueness to them that can be transacted anywhere that somebody wants to put together a digital sure. marketplace that you have to remember, is actually this is all cool. really young yeah yeah so well, that's for a good sure. point
0: and that's what i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out how we land somewhere between this is totally unnecessary Um, you know, old man yells at cloud kind of a deal. Sure. And, uh, this is, this is happening. Like it's, it's actually happening. You know what I mean? And I'm behind.
2: intentionally, what's the, what's the word I'm, I'm playing the devil's advocate intentionally because when I see NFTs, I don't just naturally get excited. I want to know what problem it's solving. And I want to know that it's solving it in an elegant way. Just selling game characters is not an elegant solution to a problem because it's a problem that doesn't actually exist.
0: Okay, well, let's move off of it then.
2: (laughs) Let's move.
1: I actually don't want to move off of it. I want to ask ask you all. Well, I guess it's not directly related to.
2: There you go. We can transition.
1: uh, So I want to do two things. It's just a fun game. We're going to start with the five most expensive CSGO skins right now, ones that exist right now that that you can go buy.
0: Are you going to ask how much are they? I want you you to take a guess guess.
1: As to how much, what the just give me the range of the top, of the top five. What you think the range of prices? The would top be. Five? Tens of thousands know. of dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say fifteen to twenty five. Okay, uh, the the smallest one on the top five list. Which is a uh, Stattrak M4A4 Howl Factory New, just for those who who want to know this. That didn't
0: sound like English. It's a what? Is
1: (laughs) it's a skin that actually can't be made anymore because of copyright issues. But um, Stattrak M4A4 Howl Factory New. Okay. The it's eight thousand. Next up is the Stattrak AK47 Fire Serpent Factory New. So the Factory New is the wear level, just FYI, if you're wondering what that. That means there What? Are, so they yes, track they how
0: used the gun is in the game?
1: They do, but the gun isn't it's not about how used it is in the game, it's about the wear level whenever it is opened from an item box. So it comes out what? and some of them are of a digital right, item? Correct. And the wear okay. levels are incredibly important and they're very specific. It's not even just the factory new See, level, it is the that- actual float value of it.
0: That right there tells me that it doesn't even matter what I think about NFTs and how pointless they look.
1: That's actually sort of the point I'm trying to <laughs> You know to what make. I mean? It, yeah. So it, it's tracking wear like, levels of a digital item. Value is so unbelievably <laughs> arbitrary. And so here's one. Here's my favorite skin in the game that I can't own because I can't bring myself to spend nine grand on it. StatTrack, Karambit, Crimson Web, Factory New, which is, in my opinion, the best knife in the game. So uh, what are you saying? Why are you saying StatTrack? What is that? Because if you, let's say you killed someone with this beautiful knife here. Um, oh, it tells it would you track, how many. It would track that I kill. So if you I were to go you. look at my, I think the the most. Let's most take that
2: a little clip that. out of context. In fact, that should be the opener to the show. <laughs> if you kill somebody with, this, you beautiful kill knife, someone with this beautiful knife. Welcome to the knife, Tech Breakfast Podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the
1: Titanic. Okay. My op <laughs> probably has like 8,500 kills on it. So it tracks. So if someone picks that weapon up they know that they are holding something from a master of the game. Wow. So okay. That's sort of the idea. So here's the fun. Here's the more fun part. Most expensive CSGO skin ever sold. Who wants to take a guess as to how many dollars
0: over 50 K
2: Tyler. I'll say Speaking that. I'll uh, say that sure. Aaron's accurate. Oh yeah. Well then, then, then I'm wrong. I was still going to stick with the 25 K ish on the high end. Uh, it is
1: $150,000 for, uh, for a crap skin, but with a lot of stickers on it. Um, I say crap because I don't actually <laughs> like it. Um, or you could go buy a used uh, and the, and, and the reason The reason why <clears throat> this one's so expensive is because it is just unbelievably rare. Plus, it has some stickers put on it from a bygone era that no longer exists anymore. So once again, people always wonder about the value. It's quality plus rarity
2: equals value. I just figured out why I don't like NFTs or any of these digital assets. What is it? You can't make good movies about stealing them. (laughs) And those theft movies are the best. (laughs) Uh. What's the okay. what's the the, the hey. Thomas Crown affair? You're never going to get a Thomas Crown affair level movie for like stealing Ocean's NFTs. 11. It's going to be more like hackers Italian stealing job. NFTs. Italian Password 123 and boom, <laughs> I got the NFTs, man. The skin is mine.
0: All right, let's move on here. Uh we have more to cover and we're running out of time. Uh gig workers are getting fished and hacked as well. This is uh this is kind that of interesting, sucks. right? Because these people don't have a boss that they report to. They don't have co-workers they can Ooh. talk to. They go and they do something and money just shows. What?
2: It's tough. I was going to say anti-phishing is tough because you don't really have a traditional. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, you don't uh, know what normal is within your app experience, right? You don't know whether this is the right way to do it or not, right? So they don't have co-workers to talk to. They go do something and then money just drops into the account, right? So they follow prompts of an app. Do you see where this is going with how easy it's going to be to fish it? So yeah. this is how the DoorDash attacks are working. A DoorDasher uh, worker receives an order needing fulfillment. The worker then receives a call from someone pretending to be DoorDash support representative saying the order has been canceled. The worker then says, wait, I can't remove this order. It, it It's still here. What's going on? Because the order is still legit. Then the scammer offers to send the worker a link to clear their app. The link is something they click on, and it prompts them for their username and password. The hacker then accesses and drains the Dashers account.
1: Screw you, people. Happened to
0: uh, Postmates as well.
1: What a ridiculous yeah, that thing. That sucks. I just... Yeah. It's terrible. I hate it. I hate everything go, about Go that. steal more of EA's stuff. <laughs> I, I, I hope that someone... I hope you end up on YouTube with a Hack the Hackers video. Oh, where those are people are making fun of you because they are the best, and I, and I hate those people. Um, and their attempts are always so just awful. They're like, oh, no, I'm not a hacker. Oh, hey, this guy over here, he's hacking me. Like, what do I do? He knows what we're doing. It's like, we can hear you. You're an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> you are so dumb. No, I will not go to Walmart uh, and buy $15,000 in gift cards and then read off the numbers to you.
2: For like, the FBI. The FBI needs those gift cards yeah for the, the irs guys. the yeah. irs is expecting you to pay your tax bill in walmart gift cards this year uh yes if that doesn't give you pause yeah maybe you deserve to lose some of your money i had a family
0: so, member um who oh got no. who got hacked on their uh back. microsoft uh windows system and they're talking to the hacker and they said you need to pay us in google gift cards google play gift cards so go over to uh, Walgreens, buy these gift cards and come back and give us the codes. And then we'll, we'll finish doing our thing on your windows system. That's right. Right. That doesn't make it's, any it's, sense.
1: It, this one Add, has to be, add that pretend, up. You said windows. So it just well they
0: were be. pretending to be Microsoft support. Sorry. I think right. I left that key, key thing out.
1: Well, it's yeah, it's a, uh, I think it's, that's kind of one of their major sticks, but I, I wasn't interacting with a hacker at the time, but I do remember one time many years ago, and I think I've, I've probably mentioned on the show a few times, like I use the Linux desktop on my personal computer. And I opened some sketchy website, and, and I did this knowingly. I'm, I'm aware of the sketchiness of the websites I'm usually clicking on whenever it happens. And some pop-up took over a full-screen pop-up of my computer, and it was just adorable. It was a picture of a Windows XP desktop and showing all of my files being deleted and just trying to convince me that I had this massive virus and I needed to click on this link to continue going in order to get support and to help. And so they, they were the, the image was of Windows on my Linux desktop telling me everything was getting deleted. Incredible. Was just, I really enjoyed that moment in my computing life.
0: Nice. Okay. Uh, let's keep moving on here. We've talked a little bit on the show in the past about Different companies coming out with smart cars and electric cars and all that kind of stuff. There's some interesting news that we'll just pay attention to over time. But Apple just hired a gentleman, Ulrich Kranz, who ran the development teams for the BMW i3 and the i8. And he co-founded self-driving electric vehicle startup Canoe. So interesting things happening there, right?
1: Never
2: heard of Canoe. And I also, uh,
1: never heard
0: yeah. Of it. Well, maybe it's. Uh, I mean, I am. A, a I, I am know.
2: familiar with canoes.
0: Yeah. Well, this is C A N O O. But the more interesting fact that. is that That's this person ran the development teams for BMW i3 and i8. Yeah. Crazy. And now they're going over to
1: Apple. Yeah. Everyone wants to get in that car game, homie. I know that. Uh, get in it. I can't. One of the major car manufacturers said that they were building. Building their dash support off of Android Auto. It might have been Ford, Ford or GM, one of the two. Uh, not necessarily that they're using Android Auto as like their main dash, but using Android as the operating environment to then build whatever experience they want to on top of it, like a like a really cool. um, Fire Stick, right? Uses Android, sure. but yeah. it's not, you know, it's not like running Android. So it's uh, that that's kind of something I'm seeing a lot more people do. It's interesting to see Apple go, you know, hire people to go work at Apple to work on that. So I don't know an interesting piece. What do you mean? I don't know, just uh instead of like working with a car manufacturer and then building based on the things that they want to do, which I imagine is probably what Google's doing with some of these car manufacturers or the, or the people are working at the car manufacturers and doing the development work. Kind of like how yeah. people Boy, work uh, at Amazon work on Android ASOP. Yeah. And,
0: right. I see what you're saying. No, I think I think this signifies the fact that Apple is building their own car and they've they've hit a that's what hit I mean. a level that's where they I want somebody who's yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. We're on the same page. We should try to argue about it though. I
1: don't uh, think Apple's building their then, I mean, own I'll, I'll go the other direction if you oh, right. want yeah. or Tyler, nope. maybe will. I'll be on the
2: other side of that fence. That's like so, that's my job, right? I'll just no, make the assumption that their car's gonna suck, just like you know, I,
1: most of other stuff. I,
2: I think Apple can. is <laughs> 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 I'll I'll let you take that mantle. No, um, I I would guess that Apple is looking to increase revenue as it relates to in-vehicle experiences, and Mm. they want someone that has helped create a positive in-vehicle experience, and they want to build that around it. I don't think Apple's building a car, personally.
1: Really? I think this has something to do with their antitrust stuff, and they're trying to just make it to where there's more areas to install apps, and that's that's what this is all about. Ooh, they want to track more stuff.
0: let it be known that on uh, June 11th, Tyler said that this hire was to improve Apple car play. And I'm saying it's because Apple is going to come out with a car.
2: We'll come back to this clip. Next hey, week. I'm okay with Apple coming out with a car because it will fail. catastrophically.
1: Ooh, question. <laughs> if they come out with a car, will a human be driving it?
0: No, uh, they'll have to. I mean, yeah, they'll, they will have to. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> That's a great answer on multiple, uh, multiple levels uh all right so let's it. move on to it some positive real. news here this is pretty cool um this is another hack but it's get not the kind question. you're thinking about wait what's your question sorry <laughs> just, what
1: just skate over what russ wants an answer to and just sorry what's keep your role i'm sorry i don't get it i don't i don't understand why will they have to
2: i was implying that they, they would fail to have a drive out oh yeah
1: yeah
0: no my but then too, it's because i said <laughs> yeah he was implying that they won't so I didn't. I say they will have to, or you said that.
1: Well, he I did said first.
0: That. You agree? Yeah, 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 with yeah. yeah. Or anyway, I don't care yes. if it answers
1: my question. Either no, one. No, I
0: agree know. with him because all I'm saying is the full self-driving capabilities is still a bit out. Right. If okay. they come out with Which a car next year, a, I don't. It's believe. a lot
2: bit out for Apple. Yes,
0: yes, it's a lot.
1: Like a bit lot. out for
2: Apple. Like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: don't know what they're doing behind the yeah. scenes. I at do. Cupertino.
2: Did they did they buy any companies that were doing this successfully yet? Because if they this, didn't. Yeah. Then whatever.
0: It's a very significant challenge. Full self driving is a very significant challenge. I
1: thought Apple was like the creme de la creme of developing intelligent software and they could just yeah, make some stuff work. No, they're it work. you know what? Graded, My prediction, I, I didn't give a prediction. My prediction is that it is a self-driving car. Put that down on your June eleventh, twenty twenty one. What so would the be very the very first of iteration? Apple
2: developing a car that's not
1: I think there it's a, a helicopter. The of a self-driving car from is, it, from <laughs> Google is a supersonic helicopter? supersonic <laughs>
2: helicopter. Okay, Apple's self-driving supersonic helicopter. There. <laughs> June 11th. Something, something. Mark it down. Where's <laughs> the Bully's NFT? going to be so wrong. <laughs> All
0: right. So, I, I mean, just to clarify, yes, it will have some self-driving features, but it's not going oh, to be fully autonomous.
1: I'm going to say that... I'm gonna say, You're saying I'm gonna it's go fully this autonomous? Far. I'm going to say that a human physically cannot drive it they won't in, be able to be can't be it's in the car
2: not impossible to be in the vehicle this is nope. not for humans i'm gonna say, this, I'm gonna say there's no
1: steering wheel
2: yeah there's no I'm steering
1: this, wheels there's no steering up. wheel
0: okay cool we're falling off the rails here let's get back on track uh <laughs> <don't think> so. <laughs> miraculous mosquito hack did y'all see this in the notes there
2: i if, assuming it's the same thing is this about dengue fever i didn't yes. see it in your notes uh, yeah. yes, that's freaking awesome. Um yes. I I didn't see it in your notes. I don't know what article you saw. Yeah, in the one near that I was the, reading
0: about near the middle of the
2: the pack of stuff here. Did uh, Didn't it What I saw, wasn't it like a 70 or 70 seven, plus yeah. percent reduction in like uh, occurrence? So yes. basically and and correct me if I'm wrong here cuz again, I didn't read your article in the one that I did, I don't think I got through the whole thing, but it, it they genetically modified mosquitoes so that Either they die if they get dengue fever in their system, or or something along those lines. Like they they are they yeah. are physically incapable of transmitting it.
0: Well, so it's a little bit different. They didn't genetically okay. modify them. They infected the mosquitoes. Uh, how many of them? Ten. I can't find what it, where it is, but so they went. This is in Indonesia where they did this, right? They're using mosquitoes infected with a bacteria that provides a natural defense against the dengue cool. fever virus right? This has been hailed as a groundbreaking study. The approach raises the possibility of eliminating a debilitating disease responsible for up to 400 million infections and thousands of deaths Jeez. each year. So this is huge. This is very, very cool. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm sure just, this
2: also translates to malaria too. I mean, not directly, yeah. obviously, there's probably a lot more research, but so stuff like this, they, there's been a lot of research around for for years. Obviously, this is this is something they've been targeting. There are lots of different vectors that they've been talking about trying to use to find a way to augment basically the mosquito population in a way that they would become less able to transmit or or less able to um, carry uh, th- these diseases, right? So yeah. when, people have postulated that there would be ways to basically make mosquito populations that couldn't breed, but that creates a an ecosystem problem because right. mosquitoes also feed lots of things, right? Um, So these, these newer methods and the fact that this was as successful as it was is, I mean, this is really cool stuff.
0: Yeah. So here's, here's the rest of the details on it that I have. So they were infected with something called the, uh, it was called Wolbachia bacteria. The bacteria occupy the same space as the virus in the mosquito. So it competes for resources inside the mosquito and it dramatically slows the replication of the virus. That's fantastic. It's, it's interesting bacteria and viruses competing for the same area and same resources. I don't know. There's some, probably some cool nuances in that, but anyway, scientists released infected mosquitoes into the local environment. After 10 months, the bacteria had spread through the entire insect population.
2: Oh, okay. That's, so let's, 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 the, let's take the, the this is how 70%. the world ends, uh, angle here because Holy cow, what? Yeah. ten they, months. They infected yeah. mosquitoes with bacteria that fight with, Viruses for for resources. These aren't what bacteriophages, right? Because there is a type of bacteria that actually attacks viruses. That's different. But yeah. but they've uh, th- this. It I guess this is a perfect example of why that could be horrifying. Because if we were to do like bacteriophages, then then apparently every mosquito in Indonesia would have them overnight. Which is just like think about the bio warfare side of these equations. What if you wanted to engineer something that every mosquito in Indonesia could give to humans. Apparently right. it's not that hard. Yeah. You you would have it done within 10 months. Yikes. <clears throat> Boo. Boo for mosquitoes. Also, yay for science.
1: <laughs> cool. <laughs> for mosquitoes, yay for science. <laughs> I, I wanted to <clears throat> sh- or, uh, Sheldon, <laughs> Kieran, uh, Kieran Sheldon, put in uh, the uh, chat <laughs> based on looks, canoe pickup or the cyber truck. They're both odd. Um, by the way, you mentioned the canoe thing earlier. I looked up this, mm-hmm. this truck.
2: Please tell me it's shaped like a canoe.
1: <laughs> well, it's it shaped like something that you would have watched and seen in Demolition Man in like 1996 when they thought that in 2020 everything was going to be <laughs> different. Uh, but I will tell you this it's like the Cybertruck to me looks not extremely, look like extremely unfinished. Like it looks like something yes, that they're it just does. It's, it looks like a prototype in a bad one. The. <laughs> Ah, this truck five. to me looks. Your ser- hate is so strong <laughs> for that.
0: So you am gonna strong. laugh when I roll up to your house and you're like,
1: "Oh, this is awesome." It's a it's a bad design, I'm but it sorry. will still
0: look terrible. It it's is awesome. Design. It just looks bad. This truck. Don't try to backpedal now, buddy. You're not getting no truck. way.
2: It's a great truck. Hey, <laughs> as long super as you put a bag on it, not
1: getting in your truck. <laughs> put a bag yeah. on its face. This yes. truck right here, I don't know how to describe it. It, it looks weird, but it doesn't look unfinished if if you will. It I guess That's it's just I guess people track. are just taking it advantage of the fact that there are no engines in these cars in order to make them shaped and look
2: weird right, ways.
1: I but yeah, I, I don't know. If I had to pick one or the other, I would probably pick the canoe because at least then I think I'm looking at something from the future. Whereas I'm I, the Cybertruck is just
0: It's just a glitch from the past.
2: It's it is, yeah. The CD was scratched. So that's 100%. Uh, I yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I can agree with you there. I, I think that's a goofy looking vehicle, too. And if I'm picking basically purely on aesthetic, then I'd probably go with Tesla. Um, well, which I'm going to go with the finished vehicle. because I would, I would pick a Tesla Cybertruck for utility, but. It looks so awful that I am convinced there will be a better alternative before I buy a car.
1: Well there's going to be the F150 with sure, you know,
2: which could ra- be aesthetically pleasing miles, and not suck. Cuz I don't I think the Tesla truck will succeed at not sucking, but it will apparently not succeed at making me think it's attractive. Yeah, that's right, Aaron. Bring it over. Just checking All
1: right, out. I don't want to get in
0: it. But shifting <laughs> gears here to something slightly more interesting, uh, European Space Agency announces orbital mission to Venus. They're oh, going to man. use radar mapping of land formations and pair results with atmospheric data in an effort to understand the planet's evolution. I don't understand why, because Venus is a hellhole. <gasps> That's my take. That's my hot take. Have you? It's been terrible. There? It's Have filled. It's there? filled with poisonous gas, and it's. Insanely hot, and there's nothing Isn't you're ever going to do. Is
1: that where it. women are from? That's a <gasps> weird take, bro. Yes,
2: it is. It's a really strong opinion.
1: It's yeah. a very strong opinion. That's as strong as my opinion on the Cybertruck, which is based in facts and not opinion.
0: The only thing I can think of that's helpful here is that Venus is roughly the same size as Earth, right? Mars is significantly smaller. Venus is roughly the same size. So we could potentially study Venus that maybe it was like in a different. Time horizon than what Earth is in now. I I don't know. It's I don't. I know just don't see. Venus. It just sounds
1: like you don't want to go. So sounds like I want to go. No, it sounds like you don't want to go. Yeah, is is what I'm hearing.
0: Well, the, I mean, the only cool things here really. Um, NASA and the uh, European Space Agency are going uh, together. They're <sighs> launching a trio of uh, observation campaigns, and they're going to help each other through all this kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. But other than that. I think they're just basically going to find that it's full of poisonous gas and uh, it's very, 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 very hot. And we're never going to want to go there. <laughs> so
1: I'm over that one. What else y'all got? Uh, got GPUs nothing. are super expensive. Uh, Always. And, and you can't and you can get them. But the uh, the market for them, it says the average GPU pricing skyrockets as market quadruples wow. to $12.1 billion. That uh, it is insane. worth pointing out because I guarantee you what you're thinking in your mind right now is you're like, Yeah, well, I mean, crypto, like that's why. Wrong, um, no. biggest market Wrong. for NVIDIA, and NVIDIA is just by far the biggest GPU maker compared yeah. to AMD, and AMD's
2: they're code. killing
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their biggest market is very much so still gamers, which is why they're releasing. You know, e- each new card they're releasing now has crypto some form hammered. of hash rate, you know, sort of limiter in order to prevent you from doing being able to mine crypto although it's not being very successful uh they explicitly ah. made it to where you couldn't mine ethereum very well but like it mines other crypto just fine like, yeah no that's we'll just do those other ones then uh yeah so that's it's just good to see that uh you know the market's growing for them i'm, I'm happy for them but i'm mostly happy that it's still gamers that are leading the charge
2: even though so, we yeah how long do you think That'll uh, that'll happen, right? So when when does enterprise use of GPUs for things like AI, ML overtake gamers' use of GPUs? In in Russ's opinion. Oh my gosh! Because I think that's happening. I think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it is. It's happening. I don't know when though. When do the lines cross? That's what I'm saying. I... When, when does the
2: when does the line cross? When when is AI, ML so prevalent that it makes gaming look small from a GPU perspective? That is a also, great question. buy NVIDIA I think, stock. I think we're going to have to make
1: the assumption that AI ML continues to run on GPUs. I don't know that I'm sold on that long term. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's if good, if, good if they if they do stay that direction, I think, they will which I, be. I, I think it'll be highly limiting if they do. Um, I,
2: I think they'll have competition with ASICs, but I think ASICs paint too many corners. And the code for efficient AI ML changes too fast, in my opinion. I think the openness of a GPU-driven system is going to help companies succeed where an ASIC might be faster. It's it's locking you into a particular type of calculation.
1: I think the nature of GPUs and the way they scale, meaning that they don't very well, is a major Mm -hmm. problem for this this case. So I believe that in my opinion, if it stays on GPUs, the way GPUs are made is going to have to change, and I believe the markets will then be decidedly very different. But
2: that's I think just, GPUs are changing. Thought. But if th- well, okay, I mean this this is getting near and dear to my heart, but also close to our industry. This this would be a fun conversation to have on or offline. I. I- I, I would like to hear your opinions about what overtakes GPUs for this kind of calc. If, uh, if that's what's happening. Well,
0: NVIDIA is also betting on DPUs, data
1: processing units. Yeah,
0: I, I think yeah. we need to have a show where somebody from NVIDIA comes on and, and there we you see, go. We can probably some get stuff.
1: someone. We do work with them. Um, yeah. okay. All three of can. us work with them <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, yeah, so I was just—I that's where I struggle with it. Um, but I—I I don't believe that it's close, even if you were to take it the way it's working right now. I—I uh, I think that because the gaming market is, at least for PC gaming, is growing at a rate that it has not yeah, grown at so in a very up. long time. That I think that because of the growth rate, it'll take a while for it to sort of grow. But once we hit, I don't know that that use case that becomes widely accepted and efficient for AI ML stuff where it's like, it's the obvious thing you're doing for for a broader amount of stuff, then that'll, the growth rate will probably increase faster there. So I don't know. It's it's a very difficult one to predict. But what I will say is, is it doesn't really matter because no one can get the GPUs these days, anyways.
2: Yeah. Uh, I am sitting point. in
1: a queue for a thirty eighty Ti that I'm that I got in a day before everyone else on, and that was like two weeks ago, and I still haven't received an email for me to be able to go
2: actually purchase this GPU. That's awesome. Nice. Now, and and you know, you might be onto something there too in general. It, the the data center may not ever overtake. Uh, commercial use of GPUs because it, there are literally billions of people right. that want their so hands on a gaming asset. And and even though enterprises have bigger budgets and could do interesting things, they may never over, overtake the quantities. Right?
1: The actual amount of um, calculations being done, I'm certain that they're probably past that it's just it's yes, quite possible <laughs> you can think about how many of
2: those how many of those graphics processing units in uh, people's houses sit idle for uh 90 of the day yeah and uh I mean, when it's sitting in a data center somewhere it's gonna be running hot and yeah <laughs> until it catches on
1: fire and then someone's <laughs> gonna go replace it
2: so yeah that's, that's right, uh, that's right. It's, a, it's a
1: super interesting conversation uh just in general and well, i'm very yeah, i'm gonna to i'm gonna ping my people
2: direction. at nvidia i'm gonna see if somebody will join and do yes. the same because i think that'd be really fun
0: do it be great conversation i've got some other nvidia news that just dropped today nvidia just Hello. acquired deep map which is building high definition maps for autonomous vehicles deep map has raised 91 oh, yeah. million from investors so let me jump in here one of the biggest challenges to achieving full autonomy in a passenger vehicle is achieving proper localization and updated mm-hmm. mapping information that reflects current road conditions So by integrating DeepMap's tech, NVIDIA's autonomous stack should have greater precision, giving the vehicle enhanced abilities to locate itself on the road. Cool. What it says.
1: Check out their customers here. Um, none of them are Apple, which means oh, that my prediction is coming true. Hey-oh, check, check this out. Check this out.
0: DeepMap, founded by former employees of Google, Apple, and Baidu See? James Wu. They and Mark left Wheeler.
2: Apple to go to somewhere that actually right, works on okay. cars. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
0: that was a good retort. Uh, very
2: oh, cool. And on that note, I'm going to shut us down because I got to go. Okay, so,
0: we got 30 other things to talk about,
2: but we'll let it go. Yeah, we'll not today. Go. Not today. Enjoy your weekend, folks. That brings another Tech Breakfast to a close. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a great time. We sure did. Apparently, NVIDIA coming on the show sometime soon. That is uh, us fishing for you, by the way, if you're listening. And, and that's you. you. Just reach out. Let us know. Um. Yeah, have a wonderful weekend. And we will talk to you next week.
1: Later.